0: I was, I know we've been talking about grace recently, but I wanted to take a quick diverge of, of grace just for a second. And I want to talk about um, getting weary. And I, you may ask why, why that's important. So I think sometimes we don't realize how many blessings we have in store for us. But when we get weary and get tired of serving the Lord, sometimes we miss out on the blessings that he has for us. I, I was, um, and I, to kind of, look at this particular situation I went back a little ways into the old book and I'm going to read a scripture and I'm going to ask just briefly for you to stand with me when I read the scripture just really briefly just three verses in reverence to the Word of God 2nd Samuel 21 2nd Samuel 21 verses 15 through 17 just a few verses 2nd Samuel 21 verses 15 through 17 moreover the Philistines had yet war had yet war again with Israel. And David went down and his servants with him and fought against the Philistines. And David waxed faint, he grew quiet, he grew tired. And Ishbi Benob, which was of the sons of the giant, the weight of whose spear weighed weighed 300 shekels of brass in weight, he being girded with a new sword thought to have slain, thought to kill David. But Abisha, the son of Zeruah, succored him, that is, came to his help, and smote the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swear unto him, saying, thou shalt go no more out with us to battle, that thou quench not the light of Israel. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Take your seats. Thank you, Lord Jesus. i've been thinking about this idea of getting weary you may have recognized a couple of characters in there but i want to make sure we are all on the same page there was david mentioned in here and there were philistines mentioned so you probably remember that david fought against goliath he was the, the, the classic story, you hear about this throughout all of ages, everybody loves a fight between a big guy and a small guy where the small guy wins, right? everybody loves those stories. right? So we know about David and Goliath, David fought Goliath and with a single stone took him out. What we don't know so much about is that David fought other giants at other times in his life. <laughs> We don't know that so much and it's interesting that this is an important point because I think sometimes we think because we've overcome something when we are young we will never confront it again. (laughs) And that's not always the case. And in fact some of the problems we had when we were 13 or 14, 15 or 25 even are still with us and we are fighting the same kinds of fights. It's interesting that we, we think we change an awful lot, but we, some of us still have the same insecurities, the same problems that we had when we were young. We're still fighting them. And I was looking at David's story and seeing some of the thing, things again. Let me take you back to the scripture just for a second. In verse 15 it said, Moreover, the Philistines had yet war again with Israel, meaning the same problem that they had ages ago was the same problem they had this this problem this this original story of David I'm in 2 Samuel right now but the first story of David and Goliath is actually in 1 Samuel 17 it's chapters ago this is David in his teenage years coming up as the young upstart and beating this warrior he takes Goliath out with a single stone but there's something different about this story he's fighting another giant a whole different giant but this time the scripture tells us that David is in trouble because he gets tired he gets weary it's amazing to me that even the very best fighter the very best at whatever you do you could be an athlete you could be a sprinter you could be the best basketball player but if you haven't properly rested if you haven't got your strength with you it doesn't matter how great you are if you don't have the stamina You won't ever win the fight. So this scripture is telling us here that David, he's a little bit older to be sure, but that's not what the scripture tells us. He doesn't tell us that he's losing the battle because he's old. It tells us he's losing the battle because he gets weary, because he's tired. It seems to me then that there's a certain type of vigilance we need to make sure we don't get tired at the wrong times in our life. Like, sometimes I think we want to quit in certain moments and not realizing that the moment we decide we no longer want to fight is the moment we're on the precipice of losing a fight that we should ordinarily win. David already knows the technique for beating giants. He's got that down. He's let everybody know how to beat giants. (laughs) You get a weapon that you can take them out from a distance and you do that. He knows But he's tired this time and I'm encouraging you saints don't get weary in well doing, don't get tired for doing the right things, you have to maintain a certain level of strength, you know when we were younger and we used to go through the things that we go through, when we were rebellious maybe with our families, that kind of had a price that we had to pay maybe we had to re- repair relationship with our family but if we don't learn from those earlier lessons those fights that we have then we still have to fight those same fight when we're older but now instead of it being our mom and dad's problem now it's our problem maybe it's our problem with our wife maybe it's our problem with our kid we've got to learn the lessons from older from when we're younger so that we can use them when we're older right? we've got to make sure that we are learning the lessons and make sure we're not getting weary <laughs> thank you Lord Jesus let me keep reading here David went down in his servants with him and they fought against the Philistines and David waxed faint he got tired he grew tired and what was not lost on me is that a couple of chapters from now David kind of comes to the end of his life David is at the end so there's no doubt about this is has something to do with age but he was growing tired And then we hear about, in chapter 16, this Ishbi, I'm I'm sure I'm destroying this person's name, this, and Ishbi Benob, which was of the sons of the giant, he was kind of of those people, the weight of whose spear weighed 300 shekels, of brass in weight, he being girded with a new sword thought to slay David. He wanted to kill David. He had this new sword and the spear that was 300 shekels. If you remember, and I had to go look myself, back at the original fight between Goliath and David, they talked about the weight of Goliath's spear. And they said his spear was 600 shekels, right? So he was even bigger than this guy. But this is the one that David almost loses to the fight was bigger before the guy was more skilled before the guy was stronger before but David loses because he's tired at the wrong time we've got to get our spiritual stamina up to make sure that when things come across us we don't get tired at the wrong times we'll end up losing to giants that we defeated long ago We'll get, end up defeating ourselves because we've not kept practice up. <laughs> we've got to keep our sword sharpened spiritually. I'm not talking about physically or literally. We've got to keep our mind sharp with the Lord. And the reason why we do that is because giants that we've defeated a long time are looking for opportunities to take us out. Things in our lives. Now. There are different things that we fight against, there are different enemies. I kind of split them up into three things, the way this Bible lays it out spiritually. There is the world, the scripture declares that we fight against our own flesh, and we fight against the enemy, spiritual wickedness and, and, and the devil, right? Three basically system. One is a system, the world is a system that kind of invites us to be a particular way that doesn't necessarily reflect who Christ is right we have our flesh we have desires to do all kinds of things that don't necessarily reflect who Christ is and then there are spiritual uh, elements that are against us that don't want us to be like Christ and we can't be weary in any of those systems we've got to be ready to fight spiritually in all those ways <laughs> so note again here David was not careless that's not what the scripture can said David wasn't any less anointed by Samuel remember Samuel came and anointed him king and said he's the one he's the guy who's going to lead Israel he's the one that God has chosen so it wasn't his anointing it wasn't God's choosing him that was the problem here the problem was that he wasn't he wasn't didn't have the stamina he needed to keep going We get our stamina from the Word. We get our built up from the... That's why we have to get into it. That's why we have to get... And i am got to get my Bible studies back on. I was thinking about that the other day. i am got to get my Bible studies going to go on. Because it allows us to get a spiritual stamina up. So that we can fight the... I don't know if you've ever looked at the news for more than five minutes. I actually have switched it off. It gets me so down sometimes. And I'm like, and now if I were to immediately get a phone call from somebody who needs my help after going through all of that, I don't have necessarily the stamina to give them the help they need when they need it. So now I have to guard my energy. <laughs> Make sure my energy isn't spent on things. And you know, like sometimes, and I don't know if I've done this recently, I hope not, but you'll take the, you'll take all the battering of your work you will take the battering of your maybe the things you've got to do around the house, and you will take that short fuse and give it that short fuse to somebody you love, not realizing sometimes we we all do it. Let's not let's not be let's not act like any of us are better than the other one. We take that short fuse and we hand it to somebody we love, and everything blows up. Doesn't it happen to some of us sometimes? We've got to do better at guarding against weariness because it puts us in situations where we will lose. And it's battles we should win, right? Battles we should win, we lose because we're tired at the wrong time. Guard your heart. Goodness me, guard your heart. People are taking pieces of it every day and use it as as fuel for whatever they want to do, but don't care about the things you've got to do. You've got to guard your heart. You've got to guard your heart. Don't want you to be weary. I don't want you to be beaten by giants you know you should have beaten. I don't want you to be beaten by giants and you know you've been through twice the problem. You've beaten giants twice as big in your life and you get defeated by half a giant, right? I want you to be ready in every moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me keep reading here because there's some really nice things in here. Here what they said about Ishbi Benob, this other giant. It said he was a son of the giants. It says the weight of his spear was about half of Goliath's spear, so he was still incredibly powerful. Goliath, we suggest, be- could be anywhere up to nine feet tall, somewhere between six foot nine and nine feet tall, depending on what measure you use. Um, but this man was, was a giant, but he wasn't nearly as big as, as, as Goliath. And it said he was girded with a new sword. It's the same kind of people the same kind of problem but just a slightly different new way I don't know if you've ever thought that you've had a problem and it looks identical but it came upon you in such a way that you didn't recognize the problem that's what's happening in here to David he should have realized this is really the same I should go put the, take off every single I should take off all my armor what David was famous for back in the, when he fought Goliath, was rejecting the armor of Saul. He didn't want to have that. He didn't want the sword. He didn't want his armor. He didn't want any of that. He rejected it all and used his quickness and his speed and his cunning and his spiritual de- desire for the Lord and his bravery and his faith, and he overcame Goliath right but instead of that we don't hear any of that in this scripture so he must have been trying to fight this new giant in a way that was untested yes, sir. All right, all right. Yes, sir. <laughs> because he didn't recognize the danger he was in and I'm wondering if we need to do a better job of recognizing the things we've been through and asking the Lord to help us learn those lessons to make us get through the next problem we're going through yes, yes. Right. glory to God Let's go to verse 17. I'm, I'm not going to be before you long today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm not going to be too long before you today. So verse 17, verse 17 says this. And Abisha, Abisha is one of David's best fighters. We learn about him a little bit later in, Sa- in the book of Samuel. Abisha, the son of Zeruah, succor David, this is, this is the word succor is, is one we don't use very often, but it basically is a word that describes us coming to the aid or coming to the assistance of somebody else. To succor somebody is if Jonathan was carrying some heavy things, I'd run over there and help him. That would be me succoring Jonathan. That's that's the, the, the word means. So, but Abisha the son of Zeruah succored him and smote the Philistine and killed him. So David didn't even end up winning this fight. In fact, he probably would have been killed, but for the fact that somebody else came and helped him. Okay, let me keep going. Then the men of David swear unto him, saying, Thou shalt go no more with us to battle. You're done fighting. King, you're done. I know you're the king, you're the boss, but you're done fighting. That thou quench not the light of Israel. A couple of interesting points there. First of all, I was looking up the word Abisha, this is the guy who helped him. Abisha, the word means um, gift of my father, Pre- or gift or present of my father. This man who helped David, his name literally means gift of my father. And I was wondering about this sometimes, we are given gifts to help us fight. We are given gifts, and I'm wondering sometimes if we are not keeping our gifts to help us fight close enough to make sure that they're able to fight for us, right? So, whether that's a friend, I'm thinking more specifically about the Holy Spirit, but I want us to keep those weapons we have close by, so that if we get into a jam like we have in the past, we make sure that people, and the Holy Spirit more specifically, is fighting for us rather than fighting for ourselves especially when we get weak and the last second part that was said in this verse he says we're not going to let you fight anymore just in case the light goes out I think about this light and I was looking at this and I think sometimes we are too uh, casual with the core of ourselves and we let that light go out and the light really represents our enthusiasm our desire we sometimes let that enthusiasm go out and we've got to guard ourselves against that and so here you have Abisha the gift of my father coming to the help of David and this moment he comes and gives him support in his moment of greatest need and I was thinking then that kind of really sits well with a couple of other scriptures I was looking at I'm going to run there real quickly Um, at st. John chapter 4 14 verse 26 st. John 14 26 I'm going to read this scripture to you I hope you I hope you're understanding what I'm saying here St. John chapter 14 26 look what it says here this is talking about the promise of the Spirit but the comforter and it uses the word comforter here but I'll tell you what that a, a better translation of that is which is the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you I'm just going to explain that but while I'm doing that if you could find for me first John 2 verse 1 so Uh, the Holy Ghost here Jesus is describing what the Holy Ghost is and he describes him as a comforter the word comforter here is actually from the word the Greek word paraclete which means somebody who comes by your side and gives you help he's describing the Holy Ghost as a helper to you he's describing the Holy Spirit as somebody who gives you assistance when you can't help yourself Abisha in this instance was exactly that to David he was a gift from the father you see it he was a gift from the father to David at his weakest moment when he couldn't help himself Abisha came by the side of David and defeated the enemy that David was just too weary and tired to deal with himself the Holy Spirit is going to be our Abisha He's gonna help us overcome the things we cannot overcome by ourselves. First John, chapter two, verse one. My little children. Yes. These things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. We have an advocate with the Christ. We have a person who represents us. So, when we're in the middle of our battles, when we are fighting and we are overcome by those battles, I'm here to tell you that the Lord Himself is going to help us with the battles. Doesn't matter how strong and how big it is, doesn't matter the fact that you've had to fight this battle before, doesn't matter that you're weary. I'm encouraged you not to be weary, but it doesn't even matter that much because the Lord's going to help us fight our battles. He's going to come alongside and give us the help we need. Let me just read this scripture out. I just want to read a few more parts to you here. Because the scripture says, verse 17, But Abisha, the son of Zeruah, this gift of my father, succored him, looked after David when he was at his weakest, and smote and killed his enemy. Then the men of David swear unto him, saying, The people, the same ones who said to him, saying, We're not going to have you fight this battle, lest your light go out. And I want us to also consider not only the Holy Spirit (laughs) as being our Abisha, but I want each of us to consider each other our Abisha. I want you to say, I'm gonna help you with the fight you're fighting today. We all have those off days where we are beaten, where it feels like we've got nothing left. And I need an Abisha to come to my assistance and say, okay, I see what you're fighting, but let me help. I wanna be the Abisha to this church. I want you to be the Abisha to me. I want you to help me when I'm struggling, when I'm weak, when I'm tired, when I'm weary. Make sure I don't fall to battles that I've already won. I want you to make sure that I don't fall to giants that I would ordinarily win. We are here together. To help each other and my hope my prayer is that the words that we share with each other will help us overcome and to fight our giants may the Lord add a blessing to this word in the name of the Lord Jesus